Sponsored by Rabbi Shlemi and Mirla Greenwald. This is a sicha from Lukata Sichas, Chelikid Gimel Parsha's Chuka Sicha Aleph. And the topic of the sicha is that in this week's Parsha we learn about the Chuka of Para Duma. And there are four parts in the sicha. The Rebbe will number one present that Zeis Chuka Satera refers to all matters of Tuma and Tyra and not just the Para Duma. Number two, state that every part of the Tera, including the part that talks about matters of Tuma and Tyra, have an Eira and Avedis Hashem. Number three, present the significance of Tuma and Tyra to the whole Tyra. And number four, present the Eira and Avedis Hashem for matters of Tuma and Tyra. In regards to what it says in the very beginning of our parasha, Zeis Chukas about the mitzvah of Paraduma. So the Medrash Tanchuma presents the Pasuk of Mi Yitain Tahir Mitami. And the Medrash over there says, what does Mi Yitain Tahir Mitami mean? He brings a few examples. Kagain Avrami Terach. Avram is Tahir from Terach, who was Tame. Chizkiya, who was Tahir. Me'achaz, who was Tame. He brings a number of other examples. And then the Medrash presents a number of examples in regards to Tuma, where we find contradictions. Among the examples is Baharis Kegris Ba'adam Tomei. If a person has a Baharis, it's a color of its ras. If it's the size of a gris on his body, he's Tomei. Parcha Bechulei Tahir. But if it spreads to the person's entire body, then the person is Tahir. It brings other such examples of contradictions by Tuma. And then the Medrash concludes, Mi Tziva Kain, Mi Gazar Kain. Who commanded that it should be like this? Who decreed that it should be like this? La Yechidei Shalaylam. Was it not Hashem? Amr HaKadosh Baruch Hu Hashem said, Chuka Chakakti, Gzeira Gazarti, I made a Chuka, I made a Gzeira, E Atarashi Laver Al Gzeirasi. You're not allowed to transgress and go against my decrees. Now, since the Medrash presents a number of matters that are Chukim regarding Tuma and Taira, together with the Chuka of Paraduma, and it does so in reference to what it says in our parsha, Zeis Chukas Atera. So we see that the Medrash explains that Zeis Chukas Atera of Paraduma doesn't just refer to Paraduma, but rather it also hints to the Chukah of Tuma and Taira in general, since all the examples in the Medrash are examples of Tuma and Taira. And it brings these examples in reference to the Pasuk of Zeis Chukas Atera. So this means that the chukah of Paraduma is not just the gzera of the details of Paraduma itself, but rather also the gzera of Tuma and Tyra in general. And this idea is similar to the Maimar Chazal that loya meis metame v'loya mayim metarin elo amar kodesh baruch hu chukah chakakti chulu dichsiv zeis chukas hatera. So what do we see over here? That Zeis Chukas refers to Tuma and Tyra in general, because it doesn't speak about the Paradum over here. It talks about the Maze being Metame and the Mayim being Metarin. And it says that the source for this, that this is a Chukah, and as it says, Zeis Chukas So we see that the Zeis Chukas of our parasha hints to the matter of Tuma and Tyra in general, and more generally, we see this in the words of the Rambam. The Rambam says, Davar bar It's clear and revealed that the whole concept and the whole existence of Tum and Tyrus, they are decrees. And they're not things that a person's mind would 
come up to and would agree with, so to speak. They're included in the chukim. So again, we see this idea that the entirety of Tuman Taira in general, beyond Paraduma, is related to the idea of the chukim of Zeis Chukasatera. So this means that even though Zeis Chukasatera talks about Tumas Meis and its Taira through the Paraduma, nevertheless, it also hints to the chukah of the general matter of Tuma and Taira, beyond just specifically Paraduma. So after presenting the Medrash and presenting the explanation of what this means, that Zeus Chukasatera hints to the general matter, the general idea of Tuma and Taira, we're now going to explain something further about this. It's known that every matter in Taira has a hayra, a lesson, in the Aveda of each and every Yid, in every place and in every time. And like it says in Tanya, Vatayra hi nitzchis, the Taira is eternal. And also the mitzvahs and dinim in the Taira that are only performed at the time of the Beis HaMikdash, that's only in regards to fulfilling them in Gashmias. But in Ruchnias, spiritually, also these mitzvahs are above the limitations of time and place. And the same is true in our case for what we're discussing. The main fulfillment of the dinim of Tumah and Taira is at a time is at the time of the Beis HaMikdash. But their deeper meaning in Aveda Aruchnis, spiritually, that exists and is relevant in all times and all places. And another point in this itself, now that we established that there is a Hira, and that's really now going to be the task of the Sicha, that there is a Hira in the general idea of Tum and Taira that we could apply and live with today, Baruchnis. Another point in this is that the Hira of Zeis Chukasatera is relevant to each and every person, even those who don't know what they're saying when they read from the Torah, since they too say Birchas HaTorah when they read this parsha in Torah Shabbat because the Allah is that if a person reads from Torah Shabbat they have to make a bracha of Birchas HaTorah even if they don't understand. Whereas when learning the details of Tuman Taira in Torah Shabbat then one may only say a bracha if they understand. So from this it's understood that the Heira to each and every one is not from the details of the Dinim, but rather from the general idea of Zeis Chukasatera, which is, as we said, the whole general idea of Tumah and Taira. And this is essentially establishing what is the, the task or the goal and the direction of the Sikha is to explain the relevance and significance and Avedis Hashem in Ruchnius of the whole idea of Tumah and Taira, how it exists and applies today in the Avedis Hashem of each and every person. Now that we established that the goal of the Sikha is to learn what is the Iran of Vedas Hashem from the general idea of Tum and Taira, so now we're going to present some background information that's going to lead into understanding what the Hira is. So this will be understood by first presenting the well-known explanation regarding why it says in our parsha Zeis Chukas that the Paraduma is the Chuk of the Taira and it doesn't say Zeis Chukas it's the Chukah of the Para. And the explanation is that the meaning of the mitzvah of Paraduma is something that is found in the Torah in general. It's not just related to the Paraduma alone, but actually it's related to the Torah more generally. And that's why it says, Zeis Chukas HaTorah, because the Chukah of Para is the Chukah of the whole Torah. 
and it's explained at length that these two things are hobahotalya, meaning because paraduma is a chukah, therefore it's connected to the whole Torah, and it's connected to the whole Torah because it's a chukah, because paraduma is a chukah, even compared to the other chukim, paraduma is more of a chukah than all other chukim. It's beyond any logic and reasoning more than any of the other chukim. Therefore, it has something that's related to all mitzvahs. And the explanation is, all mitzvahs in their essence are ratzon elyon, that the ratzon of Hashem, that is the substance and the definition of every mitzvah. It's the ratzon elyon, which is higher than tam v'das. It's higher than intellect and reason. And even the mitzvahs that have a reason, and even those that not only we could understand once they're explained to us, like the Eidos, but even those that logic and reason compels a person to come up with them, not just agree with them, but even to come up with them, like the Mishpatim, even those mitzvahs, it doesn't mean when we say that they have a reason that their essence is Chachmah, that that's the substance of the mitzvah. This is a mitzvah of Chachmah. But rather, it's Hashem's Ratzin, it's Ratzin Elyon, and it's that Hashem's Ratzin Elyon was drawn down and it manifested itself in intellect and reason. But inherently and essentially, it's Ratzin Elyon. But at their core and in their essence, even after they were enclosed and manifested in, in Tam and Das, they are Ratzin Elyon. Just like if a person wants something, and it comes from the essence of their wanting, and then afterwards they realize that it also makes sense. But inherently, what is this experience when they're drawn to the thing? It's from the essence of their being. That's what the mitzvahs are. They're ruts and alien. And some mitzvahs went down and they became enclosed and manifested in Tamvadas, but that's not their mitzvahs, their real mohus. And therefore, because of this, the fulfillment of all the mitzvahs, even those that are understood with logic and reasoning, and they make sense to us, they have to be not because logic and reason dictates to do them, but rather like the nusuch of all birchas mitzvahs. We say because tzivanu, Hashem commanded us to do them. That's why we do them. And this is the meaning of why it says zeis chukas Even though the mitzvahs are generally divided into three categories of chukim, edus, and mishpatim, Mishpatim are the ones that make sense to us, that logic tells us that we should do them. Edus are the ones that after we hear about them, then we can relate to them and understand them, like keeping Shabbos, we could understand that it's there to commemorate something, it represents something, it represents Hashem creating the world in seven days. And then there are chukim, those mitzvahs that have no place in logic and reasoning whatsoever. So even though generally the mitzvahs are divided into three categories, nevertheless, the real essence of all the mitzvahs of the Torah is that they are a chukah. And even more so, they are Zeus Chukas Hatera, they are the Chukah of Paraduma. Now, like we said earlier, Paraduma is more of a Chukah even than all the other Chukim. That even Shleima, who was the wisest of all men, said about Paraduma, that it's completely distant from him, that it's entirely above the realm of Chachma. And that's the essence of all mitzvahs. And that's why it says, Zeis Chukas by the Paraduma, to tell us it's the Chukah of the whole Torah. Really, that's the essence, and that is the, the matter of the entirety of Torah. All mitzvahs in the Torah, at their essence, at their core. And what they really are, what's the substance of them? Ratzon The fact that it was manifested and enclosed in Tam Vadas doesn't take away from what it really is. And the result is that a person has to do the mitzvahs because they're Ratzon and not 
because they make sense, and that way a person is connecting to Ratzon Elgin, which is the highest of levels, Hashem's Ratzon itself, and not to the world of Tam and Das, which is obviously a lot lower. Continuing with this idea that all the mitzvahs in their essence and core are Ratzon Elgin, so because of this aspect of Ratzon Elgin and Chukah, that's in all the mitzvahs, so therefore we find a number of things that are similar in all the mitzvahs. To the extent that Chazal said, You can't measure and weigh the mitzvahs and compare them to one another because there is an aspect in the mitzvahs that's all the same and they're not different than one another. How is that connected to the mitzvahs being Ratzon Elgin? Because it's explained in a number of places in Chassidus the difference between Kayach HaRatzon and Kayach HaChachma. Kayach HaChachma comes in a way of Ischalkas, a way of division. There's both a general division, that one idea isn't like the next. Each idea has its own features and characteristics. And there's also an individual division in each idea itself. That it comes in a multitude of details. There are a lot of parts to each idea. So there's division. One idea is different than the next idea. And then when you have each idea on its own, there's a division within it, there's different parts to this idea, and there's so many details. Whereas by Ratzon, and we're talking about a Ratzon, not that one that comes that a person wants something because it makes sense, but a Ratzon that comes from the place of Ratzon within a person, not that's developed because of Chachma, then it's under it. But one that's higher than Chachma, something that a person wants and is drawn to just from their state of being. So Ratzon doesn't come in a way of division. It doesn't, not a general division and not an individual division. Meaning that besides for the fact that there's no individual division within each Ratzon, that the Ratzon, meaning that the Ratzon is the same in every detail of the thing a person wants. When a person wants something, it's not, there's no difference between one detail and what the person wants and the other detail. The person wants the whole thing. They want the whole thing equally. It's not broken up that this part of it they want this much and that part they want a different amount. But rather they want the whole thing equally. So, so that's the individual division that's not there. So too it doesn't come in a way of a general division that we would therefore be able to say that in one thing the Ratzon comes in one way and in another thing the Ratzon comes in a different way. But rather, the Ratzon to each thing is the same. If it's a Ratzon that comes from the place of Ratzon, then the Ratzon is the same with each thing that the person wants. And when the person wants the thing, it's not then divided into many different parts. They want the whole thing equally. Because the Ratzon doesn't change according to what a person wants. No matter what a person wants, they want it the same if it comes from this place of Ratzon. And similarly by mitzvahs, since they are Ratzon alien, so there's no division in them. And therefore... Because of this, we had that idea that we said before that there are similar aspects in all the mitzvahs and that we can't weigh and measure one mitzvah versus the other because they all have the same thing. They're all rutzen and by rutzen there's no division. And in addition, this is a quote from Samach Vav, sometimes part of a mitzvah is nothing. An example would pro- probably be to have one parasha from tefillin or one tzitzis. And sometimes part of a mitzvah is like the whole is like the whole thing, and that would be when a person does a mitzvah, it's brought down over there, with a, in a partnership with a shutaf. Or then, even though the person only did part of the mitzvah, it's the whole mitzvah. And the reason is because this is ratzon elyon, and when something comes from a place of ratzon, so if you don't have the whole thing, then you have none of it because the ratzon is not divided into parts and details that you could say you have a certain percentage. You either have it or you don't have it. And at the same time, it's possible. That a person will have part of it and they'll have the whole thing because the Ratzon is fully found over there. And that would be if the whole thing was done with the partnership with the Shutuf, then even if a person, so to speak, only has part of it, since the whole Ratzon is there, it's the same as having the whole thing. Continuing with this idea, so this idea 
of the mitzvahs being Ratzon Elyon is expressed in the general din of Tum and Taira. And like we said earlier from the Medrash Tanchuma at the very beginning of the Sicha, that Zeus Chukas Taira refers to all matters of Tum and Taira. And we see how it's found in Tum and Taira in four different points. Number one, Minatera, Midrabanan it's different, but Minatera, it's impossible for Tumma to come upon only a part of a person's body. But rather, if a person touched something that's Metame, that makes a person Tame, then their whole body is Tame. Because this is not something which can be broken up into parts, like Chachma. This is Ratzin. It's not the, it's not divisible. It's either there or it's not there. And if it's there by Tumma, then it's there entirely. Number two, a person becomes Tame from even the smallest touch of the Tumma. Meaning that even through an external and superficial connection, but still we're talking about something over here that's on the level of Ratzin. It's indivisible. So therefore, even through an external and superficial connection, a person becomes Tameh to the same extent as when they eat the item that is Tameh. Where eating is a very deep connection, it goes into the person's body and becomes one with them. But it makes no difference if the person eats it or just touches it. Because this is something which is completely transcendent of being at all divisible and measured and broken up. It's there or it's not there. And if it's there, it's there entirely. Number three, on a deeper level, with this touch itself, that's a slight touch. It doesn't matter if it was done on purpose, by mistake, or even if it was an anus, where the terror then exempts the person of responsibility. It was forced onto the person. Where in general, we say that if something was forced onto a person, if they're an anus, then the Torah exempts a person of any responsibility. Over here, it doesn't matter. Still, even if it was through an anus, the person has the full tumma. So meaning that not only a slight physical touch, which is the second point, but also a slight spirit, spiritual touch makes a person tummy. Even if it's so slight, it's just a physical touch, the person didn't eat it. And even if that touch wasn't in a way of it on purpose, intentional. It wasn't even by mistake, it was forced on the person. The connection is so slight, both physically and, so to speak, spiritually, in terms of the person embracing it. There's no embrace whatsoever. It's not even a mistake, it was forced onto them. It's still the same Tumah. And number four, also the result of the Tumah is complete. The Tumah doesn't just cause an individual in specific deficit in a person's connection to Kedusha, but rather through this, a person becoming Tumah, their whole body become tummy through a slight touch, both physically and spiritually. What happens is a person's entire revealed connection, connection to Kedusha is severed. We're talking about the revealed connection. There's obviously always the connection of the Etzim and Neshama. But the person's entire revealed connection to Kedusha is severed. And they may not eat anything that's Kedush. And even more so, they're not allowed to even enter the Mikdash. There can't be any connection. Not only not eating, but even just entering the Mikdash is not allowed. And the reason for this is because in Tumah and Taira, the Ratzin and Elyon shines in a revealed way. And therefore it's seen and recognized in them in a revealed way, the lack of any division and differences between more and less. When it comes to Tumah and Taira, there's no such thing as more and less. Ratzin and Elyon is a place that transcends any type of division. Meaning that there's no difference what type and manner of connection that the person has to the Tumah. And that even through an external connection, both physically and spiritually, like we said, the person just touched it, didn't eat it, the person was forced upon them, it wasn't done on purpose. 
to the item that has tumah, the person comes completely tummy, both physically, their whole body, and spiritually in terms of their connection. In terms of them not being able to eat Kaidish and not even being allowed to enter the Mikdash. So we see how in the matters of Tum and Tyra, the, the Ratzon Elyon that's in them shines in a revealed way and therefore it's reflected in their Halachas. All of this leads us to the Hayra. This idea of the mitzvahs being Ratzon Elyon and the Avoid of each and every one. Rizal said, like we said earlier, that a person shouldn't measure and compare one mitzvah to the next. And Rizal also said that a person should be careful with a mitzvah kala like with a mitzvah chamura, which means that a person must be careful with each and every mitzvah equally. And even though there's room to claim, how is it possible for a person to be careful with a diktokal shall divrei seifrim? So it's divrei seifrim and it's a diktok and it's a diktokal. How is it possible for a person to be careful with a diktokal shall divrei seifrim in the same way a person is careful with a chamur shabachamurus? If we look at it, the lack of cure by a diktokal of divrei seifrim is just touching ra. And how can that be compared with the lack of cure for chamur shabachamurus? And also, this distinction between kalis and chamurus is said in Taira, which is Taira's MS. So, to this comes the Hira from the Indian of Tumah. From the perspective of reasoning and logic of mitzvahs, so then indeed there are different levels in mitzvahs. There are chukim, edus, and mishpatim, and there are kalas, and there are chamuris. However, from the perspective of the true essence of mitzvahs, that they are rutzen elyin, so then there are no differences between one mitzvah and the next. And in the avoid of a person doing the mitzvahs, it says, "Lefi erech vechilukei pchinas habgam benefesh chulu, kachim chilukei pchinas amirik va'enesh chulu." That according to the level. And the differences of the flaw in a person's nefesh. So, because of not doing a mitzvah or doing an avera, so that will be the difference in the cleansing and punishment that a person needs. And similarly, by the reward for a mitzvah, each one has a different reward. So, that's all true when we look at the mitzvahs from a place of tam and das, but from the perspective of the main point of the mitzvahs. Which are, or which is, that through fulfilling all the mitzvahs, a person makes a tzafs of a with Hashem. So that's in all mitzvahs. All mitzvahs have that equally. And therefore, even a slight touch of something, which is the opposite of the Ratzon Elyon, affects a person's general connection to Elokos. And this era is applicable and therefore demanded even from the most simple of Yidin. Because this feeling that even being careful with a diktokal shall live safe from affects one's general connection to the Lakus, that comes from the Etzim Anushama. That's above reasoning and logic. And like the known saying that a Yid doesn't want and isn't able to be separated from a Lakus. And this feeling of the Etzim Anushama is by each and every Yid. And so therefore, it's applicable and demanded from every Yid. And even though it's understandably impossible to stand on this level during the whole year and during the whole day, and the reason is because Avedis Hashem has to specifically be in an organized way where a person is not just living in the Etzim and Hashemah, but rather serving Hashem with their individual Kaychas, which means they go within their their Kaychas Pnimim, their inner Kaychas, and they're not just living in a place of the Etzim and Hashemah. Nevertheless, when a person does awaken this in special times during the year, and like for example, when we read this parsha in the Torah, and then the Rishimu, the impression, is noticed in one's Aveda, 
when they're doing the Avedah that's based on reasoning and logic, they can still feel that they had this awakening in a special time, then one is able to feel the great severity and the deficiency of even just the touching of just a bit of something which is unwanted. And the Rebbe concludes, this era is also in the Aveda of a person with others. When a person is occupied in being Mekar of Liban Shalbnei Yisrael, bringing the hearts of Yidin to Hashem, his Torah and his mitzvahs, so it's possible that a person will think that if they will succeed in influencing the other person to be careful with mitzvahs chamuris or Torah and mitzvahs in general, then that's enough and there's no need to do the difficult and great work of helping the other person to be careful with a diktokal shaldivri seifrim to the extent of mitzvah and efesh, that it touches the depth of their being. And to this comes the response, that just like it's in the negative, that through a slight touch of something which is the opposite of the Ratzon Elyon, so it can affect a person's general connection to Hashem, so so too it's in the positive, that it's possible, that through influencing the other person to be careful in a matter of Torah mitzvahs, that's just in the form of a slight touch, then one will take the other person from their state of Oemek Tachas, they can be in the greatest depths, of, of lowliness, and they can raise them milo milo until oimikareim, because just like a touch of klipa could pull a person down so much, so a touch of gdusha could raise a person to oimikareim.